what I want to do mainly is I want to get a haircut, man. Mm. Like it's been three months since I had my last haircut, and mm-hmm. everyone's doing home haircuts. Like Don, you've been doing a home haircut, right? Yeah. And also, Gassi has been doing a home haircut. You do it yourself, or you do you get someone straight else to up do it? Shave, yeah, man. I do. I do it myself. There isn't much to cut. I mean, so like. Mm. <laughs> So. I mean, I have to get like fades. I have to get the fuck boy line. I have to like comb over <laughs> the whole lot, man. Like, <laughs> how long has it been? Care. It's been three months, bro. Jesus and, like, Christ! It's yeah, your hair's like melded like... into your beard. Like, I can't tell yeah. if some of your beard is part of your head hair. It's <laughs> Hagrid style, bro. man. And like Hagrid <laughs> style, crazy. And like it's so it's so dark. It's so dark where he is right now. Like, I can't tell where he's. His oh, it's probably ends. like his like just <laughs> like that guy from Adam's yeah. family. Just <laughs> his beard, so melted into his pubes, just disconnected. Yeah, like his his snail trail goes all the way to his neck. <laughs> it's a journey. It's like, it's oh, a journey. I really need a haircut, guys. It's been I three really months. Do. I feel like I've been going through the pandemic really badly, but like I don't think I could get my family to do it. I just, I just feel traumatized from when they used to cut my hair when I was like younger. Like, I, I have three sisters. It's, it's a bowl. It's a legit bowl cut. Like my family would give me a bowl cut. My mom would give me a bowl cut. Give my sisters a bowl cut. Bring it back. I'm the only. I'm the only boy in the family, so my bowl cut has a little feminine side to it. She gave me bangs when I was a kid and then I, I got traumatized and the worst part was on the same day she gave me fresh new bangs like we had visitors coming through and you know when visitors come through the judging starts and the first thing you do the last thing you want is to have freshly made feminine bangs on your head feminine in bangs a bro bang 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 but I'm just like I think I'm traumatized from a, to a point that I'll never get anyone else that's not a professional to do my hair mm-hmm. I tried it myself but like I can only do the front and then the back is like I don't know I think that's where the mullet began I, I guess but you know you're probably in the awkward phase because when I was trying to grow my hair long there was a point where I'm just like I'm just gonna have to cop it but now that mm. it's long it's all maintenance cuts so I can just do like little snips and it just yeah you know, I like barely having my beard anything. all maintained and everything but I can't yeah. even do that Mm. I feel homeless, even though I've been stuck at home for the last three, three months. Homeless at home. <laughs> yeah, it's homeless at home. That's why I feel, bro. But like, other than that, man, I'm having a great time. Did, I'm watching X Men, bro. Did you go to just one barber, Ref? Yeah, I, I've started doing that one barber thing for the last three years. Yeah, but before that, I was like, whatever barber's nearby. Just oh cut yeah, my you, hair. You, no, you need a relationship with your barber. Exactly, it's, it's right. like a you maintain that. It's like a rapport mm. and shit. You know, you have a routine, and they know yeah. you. And the the only way that I gained a relationship from the barber is he ended up giving me a discount, and I'm like. All right, maybe if I stay here, I'll continually get discounts. <laughs> and therefore, I'll save a lot of money than going to any other barber. But, like, I do get the whole relationship between the man and his barber. It's as close as I'm the other way around, actually. So, I go to my barber, but I tip them just as, like, an incentive. But now it's like, I tipped you. Just guarantee me a good cut every time. Because I hate going Russian roulette in a barber. Like, you ever go to that? Oh, and yeah, then yeah. you don't, you don't yeah, know who yeah. you're going to get. And then sometimes, mm. sometimes you'll you you know if you fucked up. Like they give you the shit guy, and then you, then he's like, "Oh, it's your turn," and you're just like, "Oh, that's fucked." I I already know I'm fucked. Like what I usually this, what I usually do is I try to f- you you suss out in the in the group of things. There's usually a line for the person who has who is the best like hair uh, barber in 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 the entire place. Could there be a bunch of them? There's that one guy. He's 
chair is always free. His chair oh, yeah. is yeah, always free. Don't go to that dude. Don't go to the that. noobs. Go to it. The noobs go because they don't know. It's like, oh, there's a free one. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm free. And then it's yeah. like everyone's looking like, oh, he he messed up. That's over. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I reckon all the barbers be like, oh, he's getting the he's, he's getting, getting the special those. today. <laughs> <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting the special. <laughs> I think I think when we uh, interviewed Kev, Guanzo, Guanzon, yeah, yeah, uh, on the on the show. He one of the things he he said was thank you to all my friends for letting me cut your hair like you know letting me ruin your hair because well yeah because you need to start off somewhere yeah. you know like I, I could imagine thank you to all the people who made me film their music videos I'm <laughs> all the older music videos I can I can remember them being like super trashy <laughs> you got to start somewhere right? homemade you got to start somewhere and now we are professionals then I'll take care of my people yeah there you 100%. go. Hey. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of the Chicoders podcast. My name is Raph. This is one this is episode 161. And I am here with my usual suspects of Don doing stuff. And all the way in the wild forest is the wild wild boy himself. Garcia. And across the pond, across the ocean, yeah. on the other side of the world, uh-huh. we have Mr. Nats Blazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm wild too. Wow. wow. wild. Everyone's wild too, man. Because I feel everyone is wild, man. Wild Nats. Everyone's got a wild side. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to make this a very wild episode. Wild style. Not really. We do have a lot of things to talk about anyways. <laughs> but mm-hmm. well, as, we, as always, we always start off with the good foot. Which is the wild foot. So the wild thought of the week comes the from wild the wild foot. thought himself. <laughs> is Mr. Wildfoot himself? Wildfoot. Is Garcia? What's the wild thought of the week? That's wild. All right. Well, since we were talking about haircuts, right? I mean, obviously, you see me cleanly shaved, mm. and it's not just at the top that I'm cleanly shaved. And I'm not talking about my beard either. You know what I'm saying? And it's and I'm doing that and getting back into the swing of things because you know, again, it's easing out. The but swing of things sounds funny. It's. You know, swing Pun intended. things. <laughs> Pun intended. But um, oh, this one's more of a life hack. So, you know, I'm trying to get back into it because you know lockdown's easing out, and you want to be fresh down there. You know, you want it like Christmas morning every time. <laughs> but you don't want to be like you know getting the razor out and cutting it yourself. You, you want this to be like a natural thing that you do with uh, you know your normal day to day stuff. So. I forget, like, what's one, you know, the other time that I'm constantly touching myself down there is, you know, Saturday nights or whatever. But rather than using lube, you know what I've been using, bro? You know that Nair hair removal? Remember that shit back in the day? <laughs> like, it's like a yeah. hair removal lotion. Are Wait, you, are you that, saying that that's you use that for, like, for the, for the self, <laughs> self, um, you know, maintenance thing. Yeah, bro. Well, I mean, hey, two, I'm maintaining two, myself before I go to bed. Two birds, one stone. And time. I'm just, exactly. I mean, I've got one bird, but <laughs> I know what you mean. And um, it's smooth as eggs, bro. Smooth as eggs. So there's a little bit of a life hack for you from uh, Wild Thought. Use Nair hair products <laughs> and you and it won't feel like a chore. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think that's that's safe, bro. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to think about safety. You know I, mean? I mean, some areas I don't do too well with that. It's quite toxic, isn't it? Like you, you don't want to get into some areas. I, I would say is like it's it'll get real sensitive. Let's just say the the beak of the bird is not 
is not a, is not a, accustomed to the intense <laughs> sensations of this uh, technique that you've discovered. I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just saying. I'm just curious of like how he found out this technique. Did he just run out of lube or something? And he's just like, you know what? Uh, no, I'm very, I'm a very inquisitive person. And mm. I figured, you know what? Like, I'm kind of a bit like MacGyver. I figured, well, <laughs> if you can use it for this, then why not that? You know what I mean? So, and, uh, and, and, and then, like, while you're getting off, your hair will get off. So, like, exactly. I it just seems like I just making you know the best out of a bad situation. When two I, birds, I one out. stone for the one bird and two stone. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> two birds with one stone for the one yeah, bird and two stones. Two stones. Well That's gold, bro. Well done. Well done. <laughs> it took a while to register, and I'm like, man. Oh He's like gosh. eons ahead of oh, us, man. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Hey, man. Like, mm. yeah, so, so we oh, guarantee what? that you are freshly <laughs> smooth as baby's, baby's bottom down oh, there. And maintained. He's and like a Coles chicken relaxed. in the in the fridge. A Coles chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I put, I put bag um, and Johnson's and Johnson's powder on it, you know, <laughs> afterwards. Just to make sure, you know, it's fresh. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think I should move the wild thought of the week to the middle of the podcast. We like we stared away from that shit, and now we, yo, Manscaped's a good sponsor, bro. Can that, we get Manscaped to sponsor to sponsor uh, Wild Thought Garcia, hey. please? If you can, yeah, and we can. We'll specifically have that segment sponsored by Manscaped. So yeah. Like you'll have a whole segment so Manscaped not, sponsored, so that he's not using. Fucking toxic material on his junk. I'm I'm sure there's like a warning label. Like you, you can't fuck around with that shit, bro. I'm pretty sure that ain't safe. Yeah, man. Well, if we get like a sponsorship from Deep Heat, you know, you'll put on the, the, the second thing. No. Deep Heat. No. I remember when, oh, I, man. when I was doing my Deep heat. when I was doing my Krav instructor course. I I was I was putting uh, heat cream. On, on my muscles like every night and then one time I was like mm. rolling and then I was um, putting heat cream on and then I needed to go to the toilet I'm just like fuck oh fuck. no <laughs> like fuck what I need to do like wait quick. number one or number two it was a number one <laughs> and I was just like no what am I gonna do at least oh, you man. like hold back I see it intentionally is like oh I have an idea <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> That's a weird tingly sensation. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, dude. That's oh, wild. Man. I mean, that was a good that, one. That's wild. That's wild. That's wild, bro. Wow. Please don't, don't, don't try that at home. Don't I know it's a wild thought it. of the week. Please. Don't try that at Please home. Don't try, try it at it. someone else's home. <laughs> you'll lose more than hair. I swear. I promise you, you'll, you'll lose, lose more, more than hair. But if you do decide, but if you do decide, we're not accountable. We already disclosed. Don't do it. But if you do. Yeah, send your, send your results to that, Garcia. Yeah, just <laughs> C underscore uh, Garcia. Don't send me your, I mean, <laughs> ladies, you're always welcome. Wow, but. Wow, wow, <laughs> uh, right. we, we do not let's advise let's so just a disclaimer full disclaimer we do not advise you to use nair hair removal products on your nether regions oh my as a lubricant on me time at all you know, it's not it's do, not for me time it's, it's a, 
not to be done at home. Be, not not like professionals that we have on this on the show, right? Just <laughs> see, while Doc Garcia is a professional and knows what he's doing, please do not copy. No, him. I don't. <laughs> he is the master of masturbators. The, ma- the master bater. Oh, All right, man. so let's move on to something a bit more, you know, a bit more knowledgeable and. <laughs> That wasn't knowledgeable <laughs> enough, mate. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> wasn't uh, We're going to go to the fun fact of the week because Don doing stuff. You have a fun fact of the week for us. I was going to go like, is this on, on the other spectrum of the, of the thing? <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Yin and yang. Uh, I was going to talk gonna about... Segue. I was going to talk about Dr. Seuss. Hey, mm. the so cat, Seuss, right? Dr. Yeah, Seuss. cat in a hat. So mm. uh, I like him. He's I, a good guy. I recently found out that some of his books have been taken off the shelves because of racist or like offensive imagery Whoa. in his books. Oh. So like we all we all know Dr. Seuss as uh, Cat in the Hat, the Green Eggs and Ham, that that like you know fun loving kid children's kids books and stuff like that. Apparently, they've chosen their publishers have chosen to remove some of the books off the shelves. Uh, so it, it, even though even though uh, they, they've sold over millions and millions of copies, mm-hmm. some of these books, uh, they include, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street as one, if I ran the zoo to McElliott's Pool on Beyond Zebra, Scrambled eggs, super, and the cat's quizzer. They're the they're the ones that have been taken off the shelves. You can still see green eggs and ham. You can still see a cat in a hat, but they've been removed due to racist and insensitive imagery. Uh, I was only able to find do you have one. Give an example of what what the imagery was. Yeah, is it the illustration or the words itself? It's the illustration. So I was only able to find one, and uh, there was uh, one of them. And I, I, I looked it up on... on uh, let me see if I can share it with you guys. Can I share it on the screen? You can um, mm. screen share, I think. I don't know if it'll come up on the... Um, maybe. Yeah, you can mm. actually. Oh, there you go, mate. There so you go. He, and this is pretty... Like, this is pretty stereotypical, right? So you see a Chinese boy who eats sticks. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's fairly he stereotypical imagery. So that was the only one that I was able to find. I started I started looking at the other books and uh, didn't give a chance. But um, yeah, they they realized that this is not this is offensive and this is not what we should be publishing. So they they removed it off the shelves. Um, In other words, it didn't age well. It did not age well. Yeah, you kind of forget that these things were written back in what sixties or seventies, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and there's there's it's a, a different little, world. There's there's a lot of that there's a lot of that stuff and and. Um, a, here's a, a question that I wanted to ask you guys. What was something that you saw when you were younger that you were like, oh, I don't know if that's thing, thing something that doesn't age well now, if you think about it? Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> yeah. Was Pepe Le Pew the rapey skunk? He was in uh, the rapey like He was a mad sleaze, bro. Punch him in the face. Nah, yeah, he's a. He's an asshole. That's true. Yeah, yeah he was uh, very aggressive with his um, methods. Advances. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And this, and this is a cartoon for kids too, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like... I mean, back when back at that time, we didn't really have cartoons for adults, which is like, you know, like I, I'd say Family Guy and 
um, you know, targeted for our, an older audience. Yeah. So Simpsons anything animated was, deemed, was for kids. Simpsons was deemed like, I remember even in high school, they're like, you're not allowed to watch The Simpsons because they thought that was too, but it's actually got so many like good life lessons in that show like later on. Mm. But back then that was like as bad as it got for um for mm. kids. But yeah, you're right. He's the family guy. You got, I don't know what even else like there is. South Park, you know, was the first oh, yeah. one with people really swearing and it. stuff. So when it when and and the that was very clear, right? That that wasn't for kids. Mm. But when you've got Bugs Bunny and Looney Tunes going like, hey, um, this dude just constantly chasing female yeah. uh, skunks, like no means no, right? But yeah. this guy didn't take no for an answer. As an adult, you kind of just go, God damn, man! Like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, but, and the other one was um, Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, oh, I like him yeah. though. He's cute. Like he, great character, but like he was a stereotype for he sure. He was riding the stereotype. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of them did that, right? Same with well, if um, you could, if Apu, you could go like that, the, the Simpsons. Whole, nearly, mm-hmm. nearly all of the Simpsons is like it's bunch all of stereotypes. stereotypes. Yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah. I think it was like a bit... Apu is no longer shown as much as he was before. I think he's already like gone from The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. He was the stereotypes of Indians. Also, because the actor was an Indian, mm. so mm. got in trouble. And then, then they didn't cancel all the all, all the other stereotype um, characters from The Simpsons as well. So it's it's a bit strange. It's like if you're gonna cancel one, why not just cancel the rest of that are stereotypes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like p- pretty much it, it, every character in The Simpsons is a stereotype of something. Yeah. Whether it be a race or a, a, a occupation, yeah. or um, like a, a family personality, so like that's what it's pretty much like. Sitcoms and everything have been built on stereotypes of, of particular things. Um, it's it's just it, it's just that we're in a tough time now because everything's so not deemed. Um, what do you call it? Politically, it's not incorrect. Politically correct, mm. or politically people incorrect. are because it, it's a sensitive era, man. Yeah. Like if it was up to me, then you know we would keep all these things because you know at the same time, you know, it's good to laugh at ourselves. Like we 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 should be able to laugh at ourselves and not to take not to take ourselves too seriously. Um, so you don't think that you don't think there's stuff that you grew up watching that should be taken down? I can't think no, of any. Like, not for maybe me. Maybe they should, but like because like I don't know. It was a different time then. Yeah. At the end of the day, like the '90s is different to now. Mm. Like if they get taken down, they get taken down. Because I, but yeah, it doesn't really affect. It hasn't a if if it affected a lot of people, yeah. then it would have been it would have shown at the time. But like now we're in a new age where we have to be more, um, you know, open to these things yeah. and recognize them as um, sensitive things. Then we we will have to take them out. But like yeah, um, to me it's like like it's a different time. We can't blame them for what they did then. If we're gonna like we can cancel it now, take it down. But we can't be like we have to cancel the person entirely just because of that. Yeah, we can't cancel Doctor Seuss Mario set for that. I mean, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> but the dude's probably is he still around? No, he's, he's probably he's passed going, right? Yeah, but I get I get it because Doctor Seuss books are still selling. You know, it's definitely something that, like, for the publishers that own the rights and stuff, constantly making money off of his work. Mm. They they've got to be aware of that shit because I think the main difference now is people have more of a voice. Compared to before, you buy a book and if you're not, you don't feel good about it or you feel like, hey man, you shouldn't be like talking like this shit about Asians or whatever, like that photo. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're not going to hear about that shit unless like people are bothered to write in. Whereas now, you co- you keep, you know, you catch flack off of people's stories and posts and stuff. 
that gets shared. So it definitely gains the momentum. That whole thing of boycotting a product is um, it's much easier nowadays. Yeah, that's true. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit more salty about the fact that there's no Filipino dudes in Simpsons. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many times that the Simpsons, especially Homer, he got into all sorts of shit, had to go to hospital and stuff. None of those nurses were Filipino. I mean, <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. What yeah. happened to that stereotype? You're leaving us out, dude. The argument can be can be made that like Apu Nazapim Petalon was good for representation, but then No, I think the issue with him though was um they didn't well back then as well, all the actors were doing impersonations. It wasn't a genuine mm. Indian person. Yeah. So it was like an American person just putting on the accent. So I think that's where the issue came about with that. But otherwise, like there's always context, right? I think that's the main thing. Because it was made back then and maybe it was deemed like I don't know. People were less sensitive back then. I don't know. You got to look at the whole picture with those things. I wouldn't dismiss it completely, but I sort yeah. of get it as well. It's, I don't know. Can't really do much. Do you reckon it was a cost-saving thing too? Because that one dude voiced like five different characters, right? Probably. Yeah, he did so many H- different Hank voices. Azaria? Hank Azaria. Yeah, one of them. He did a lot. Yeah. Well, he if you're going to talk about cost-saving, if you want to go there, then you should just like, um, um, you know, what do you call it? Outsource to India. You <laughs> went there. I was thinking just that too. That like, well, if you really want to cost-save, <laughs> if you, if you really cost-save. want to fucking cost-save. <laughs> If we really want to talk about it. <laughs> like, if you really want to go there, then I'm going to say some shit. Um, I don't know. Like, for shows, though, like, m- maybe to make it a bit lighter, um, not to just, um, like, shows that didn't age well and they have to be cancelled, but just generally didn't age well. Have you guys seen some shows? Like, I'll give you an example. Um, do you remember Johnson and Friends? The, the pink elephant? Yeah. yeah. Have you watched it recently? Nah. It feels it's like you're on an acid trip. You're like, what the hell is this? Is this <laughs> is this normal? Like this is so scary. It looks wait, so wait, messy. Are you saying it didn't age well? No, it didn't. I don't know why it was enjoyable back then. Right now it's kinda like it's just creepy. This pink oh, elephant wait. with this truck. They're all talking. Oh, you're cutting out, bro. The um the what the hot water bottle as well. We kind it's, of waddle. It's, it's creepy. Like everything from the soundtrack, the just the, the I don't I don't know how it's like the stories are told. Watch a recent like recent. I remember it from like coming from a place where I was a child, so I watched it. I was like, Oh yeah, Johnson and Friends, my favorite. <laughs> and now I watch it, I'm like, this is some murder <laughs> shit. Go, I don't know. Go. <laughs> I don't know what go. Johnson and Friends, my favorite. My favorite. Johnson and Friends are so good. And now I watch it, I'm like, this is some scary ass shit. My voice was very squeaky when I was you know, a child. You know, you know that we, we were talking about Looney Tunes earlier, and you know what I think, what got to me back then in, in terms of Looney Tunes was Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner. Yeah, what about it? Like watching that would piss me off because I'm just like, bro, why did you get him? Like, why did you just try this? I, w- I would get so frustrated because he just kept trying so hard to catch the Roadrunner. Oh, that's just a done thing to do. And isn't then, it? and then, like. He, he spent all of this he could have done this but he didn't it's a cartoon bro it's a fucking cartoon bro they need to extend the storyline but like he spent all of this money on like contraptions and, and machinery and all of this stuff he could have just bought a chicken dinner from the from the shop that would, be the, that would be the end of the show wouldn't it they'd just be like chilling oh, man so what's your thoughts on Tom and Jerry I never watched Tom and I, Jerry I love Tom and Jerry dude 
there was there was a I, I know that there was an episode where Tom and Jerry were actually friends like they they were mates like and, and, and that like they they made up and then they they, they stopped chasing Which each other comic book was this I can't remember it was it was one episode there <laughs> must have been a christmas episode or something but um there was never anything like that with Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner they never they were never friends the Roadrunner was a dick to the Wiley Coyote. He was trying so hard. He just wanted to eat something. Wait, who's, whose side are you on? The Coyote or the Roadrunner? I'm on the side. Obviously, he'd, obviously the Coyote. The, he, the, he's so passionate I'm about this. I'm on the this. side of the Coyote, man. He was just... <laughs> he's, he's struggling. He's grinding. Hey, he man, just, it's telling you to persevere, man. He just wanted to eat. No matter, no matter how impossible the dream is, it's okay <laughs> to invest in unnecessary stuff that will never get you to your dream. But keep <laughs> investing to make other people richer and don't achieve your dream. It's okay to dream and hope for. <laughs> I'm going to put my money in asbestos. <laughs> That's a sure thing. <laughs> I put my stocks in there. Everyone's going to need this in the future. <laughs> Did you guys did did you guys recently see that video of Steve from Blue's Clues? Returning? Blue's Clues. Do you remember that TV show? Hey, didn't mm. he like kill himself or something? No, that was a rumor. So, <laughs> Still alive. Dark. Up and so yeah, that, that was actually, unless he was doing a Tupac. <laughs> there was some conspiracy theories. I don't know. So why, don't laugh, man. So, he, <laughs> so Steve. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what's going on. It's so bad. I don't know why. Can we like edit? We can't even edit. Point. No worry. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> We're live right now. It's live. Bro. We're not laughing at the thing. We're laughing at the fact it was a rumor. And then it was such a big rumor that people actually believed it. Yeah. He died. And there was a whole thing. No, I'm, I'm laughing at the moment. So Don, Don just said there's a video of him that came back. And then and that goes, wait, didn't he kill himself? <laughs> well, this, I mean, how the video just coming out? <laughs> it's the Mandela it's effect the all over again, bro. <laughs> okay, like, now let's. Uh, uh, but there oh, was shit. there was there was this theory, this conspiracy theory, that he had um, like gotten addicted to crack, and that's why he ex- exited mm-hmm. from the TV show. So he initially anymore. was the first host, and then exited. Here's another fun fact: he exited the 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 show. So many facts today. He was just like, my, "Here's my brother, and he's gonna, you know, do Blues Clues with you now." And then yeah, he fucked off, and <clears throat> we didn't see him anymore. Who the second um, guy? Maybe he. We didn't see the first one, Steve. Oh yeah, no, the yeah. first one. Yeah. And so he's recently come back, and he did he did this whole thing. They, After they, rehab and all that. They did. <laughs> he was never in rehab. Oh, so that's fake. What? I don't know what to believe anymore, man. He was never he died, in rehab. He was on the, crack. The, what? The, the real thing was he was going bald. Oh. The, the truth was he was going bald and uh, he wanted to exit the show because they were thinking maybe he could wear a wig or something like that. But um, yeah, it, it just wouldn't look great. And he made the decision to, to bow out of the show. And that's why in this new video he's wearing a hat because underneath he's he's like he's completely bald. He's done interviews as well where you could yeah. see he's completely bald. But I mean, uh, apart from that, he went back to finish his studies and things as well. Yeah, he went back to college. So it's not like um, he, you know, his his life went south. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He just went and did his own thing. Yeah. So it was Steve who's the first host of Blues Clues, and then it was Josh, I think. His his brother, and then the third person to host Blues Clues is a Filipino guy. Yeah. No way! Yeah, man. Yeah. 
I'm trying to find Filipino his name. Blues. Filipino Blues. Filipino Blues Clues. <laughs> Blue fuck, boys, blues. He fucking ate blue the first day he got there. How do you say blue? What's blue in Tagalog? Is it just blue? Don't laugh at that, bro. Azul. It's, Azul. I think it's the same as Spanish. What's what is it then? What what's blue? Azul. Azul. Yeah. Wow. The Filipino wow. guy's name is Josh. His name is, his name is Josh. Sorry, Josh I, blue, I, I, got, I got a mixed mixed up. Steve, Joe, and then Josh is the is the new kid. Is he full Filipino or half? He looks he looks full full Filipino. Full. Yeah. Nice. Well, the real Filipino well, please stand I up. I mean, um I wasn't in that age where that show made an impact for me, but mm. I can see for a lot of people like reacting to him coming back out. Yeah. Um it was like a really good closure cuz imagine oh. like if you're a kid right growing up and you're not going to school yet and this dude was the only one that's engaging with you throughout the day. Yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden Bam, like he's gone it's like well what the fuck did this dude like don was saying like th- this guy just bounced on my family like on me dude and yeah. then yeah, for him to come back i think it was a good thing to give people closure right yo you brought up a really good point man mm. like that's that's the responsibility right there like you know Especially if you're gonna put, kids, if, you're gonna put, if you're gonna put your face out there for kid shows aimed at kids and then just bounce that can bring mm-hmm. up some sort of like, especially if they're in it from a rough home or something, like, you know, mm-hmm. and this is their escape. That's why I think cartoons is the way, because you can recast voices and stuff. And a cartoon can always, like, how old are the Simpsons? They're like 100 years old now or something. Yeah. How long can Bart be freaking eight years old? He's been eight years old for over 20 years. I think he's 10. It's but a, yeah. Whatever. 10, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I can't get it. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, oh, man. That's a, that's a good point, man. I'm not gonna show my kids any like real people because if they bounce, I'm like, where the- yo, where'd you go? You can't just <laughs> bounce on my kids when they need you. Well, you just <laughs> decide to stop your show. Shows. You decide well, you- to just, just. No, I'm not doing the show because I'm going bald or some bullshit. Like, no, you get back on. You get back on, man. You can't just leave. It's, it's, it's a <laughs> you good on and you do that episode. <laughs> you do that episode, Blues Clues. Who the fuck you think you are, huh? Come this back. is like when shows get cancelled. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, man, he was getting good too. Yeah. The guy's uh, name is yeah. Josh De La Cruz. Hey, it's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Yeah, man. Fun facts. Yeah. Fun facts. Fun facts. Thanks, thanks, Don. <laughs> that that, that deserves an air horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to move on to a topic because, like. Nats is a fan of Eminem, right? Yep. You're still a fan of Eminem? Mm, You're an avid fan? Yeah, like, to the core. And I'm a fan of Eminem. I'm not excited. <laughs> yep. So, like, he, he he has opened a restaurant in Detroit. Oh, yeah. And it's called Mom's Spaghetti. Mom's Spaghetti. Are you for oh. real? Are you for real? I am for real. Mm. He's, opening a, he's opening a restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti. <laughs> really? In Detroit. And, it, <laughs> and I like the fact that he's making fun of himself. I don't know if, like, right now, it's one of those things where a celebrity do shit. I don't know if it's a real thing or it's, like, uh, a promo run for the next album. It's Paul Rosenberg. You know, like, it, 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 we could find, we'll find out if it's real or not. We'll see in the coming months, uh, coming weeks. I'm pretty sure this is a rollout to his new album. I think it's going to be called Marshall Mathers LP, LP three. Part 3. And <laughs> I, I think, but if this is a real thing, man, that's cool, man. <laughs> I think it's real. I would go I, to Mom's Spaghetti. He's done. He's done um, runs of this as a stall, like a food stall. 
not as a proper restaurant, but but I think yeah, he's. I wouldn't see it far off that he's actually just going to open a. You know, everyone's got a and restaurant, a, and there's like a um, a shop called the Trailer next to like <laughs> next to it or part of it. It's hilarious. Um, it has something to do with stands or something like that. I forgot, wow. I forgot what it's called. Trailer for stands or something. Um, but yeah, man, I, I encourage other rappers or musicians to open their own restaurants with lyrics from their own songs or something that really turned themselves into a meme, you know? Like, I really, you know, I, I don't know what, what else other, other artists can do, but I encourage the to open restaurants, man, because like, that's another way to get some money from your your likeness and yeah so my question to you guys is like what restaurant do you think an artist should open up I think like I think T-Pain should open up a store that, that sells apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur like hey <laughs> <laughs> like Straight why not up. it's not even a food shop a restaurant <laughs> why not even if it's a restaurant every, right every customer yeah. It's uh, apple bottom jeans. <laughs> or just like food, food that is apple inspired. <laughs> Everything mm. like you get the, the apple pie jeans salad, uh, apple pie jeans, uh, what's it called? It would ice cream or whatever. And then you, it's everything, all the desserts are served inside boots that have fur around it. Just, oh yeah, like mm. a shoey. A shoey, yeah. <laughs> what's that Random group like that? Um, with uh, Entree 3000 and... Outcast. Outcast. They should have one called um, Entree or Andre. Andre. <laughs> Entree three thousand. <laughs> uh, uh, they should good. have a an ice cream store called Ice Cold. <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They should. They should have like a like a, a drinks shop. <laughs> ice cold. That'd be so dope. I reckon, shop. I reckon Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg should set up a car wash. <laughs> they should. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched the movie The Wash? Yeah. Hectic, or they huh? should. They could set up one called. Um, they could sort of set up a bar called Gin and Juice. Oh yeah, that would <laughs> smash it, man. That'd be gin so good. Juice. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't. You know, he should just buy his own gin company. Look, here's my qualm know. with this whole thing. Yeah, sorry, just here we go. Look, 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 let me just be real with you guys. I just have a qualm with this. I'm all for it, eh? But as long as it's like authentic and genuine, and here's why I have issues sometimes with Eminem. A lot of the stuff he does, I don't think he even personally has a stake, like even an input in it. It's all because, like, you know, when some artists get the pinnacle of success, they're too much of an entity where there's too much business that really controls everything. He might have full control of what he does musically, all that kind of stuff. But a lot of the stuff outside, it's like, it's a machine behind him because there's too many pockets being filled. When Eminem drops an album, you know, he does get a lot, but a lot of it funnels through a lot of different places. So it's in their best interest to just, I wouldn't say exploit to the, as far as that is, but to, an, to a degree, do you know what I mean? So sometimes things that certain artists do, I don't feel good about it, especially if it's someone I like. It's like, you don't really... Because, you know, it's different with musicians, like, especially with, when an underground artist is coming up. I feel really good, whatever it is, that if they're selling merch or something, you feel that connection, you know that they've put thought in it. They need it because they're struggling. But when, like, there's always that imbalance, then when, a, when an artist is too big, it's like, do they even know that they're even selling this or are they even part of this type thing? Um, that's my only sort of 
qualm if that makes sense you but then yeah it's, so, it's hard yeah. to tell like you know he could i'm not saying eminem isn't but i know for a fact there's been other things that he probably doesn't even know because he doesn't even use his socials everything he posts it's done by like a like a twitter manager or someone because you can tell yeah. like half the stuff it's like no way he would write something like this they try to make it look like he would but he doesn't he even admits it himself it's like i don't know how to use computers i just <laughs> rap he's like what the hell this guy doesn't know anything he's just you know so, yeah, so you think that it's not really him, it's it's just his management A lot team. of it. I can, I can name a lot of things that definitely isn't him. This one, yeah. like, I'm not going to dismiss it. I think it's still cool. And, like, he does help a lot. Like, when he does things, he does a lot of charity, Does he doesn't talk about. But it's, um, you can't, like, it's hard to believe that, you know, a lot of the things, especially the big money-making things, especially, like, yeah, like Raph said, he always has some sort of campaign before he does an album. There's always some sort of run. Mm. And as if he's going to take the, like, he's like, yo, we should do this. It's like, no, this is what we're going to do, Eminem. We're your label. There's a lot of money at stake. Yada, yada, yada. That's just the only difference. And, you know, I'm not like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Eminem's doing such great things. It's different when it's like, um, like I said, it's it, from an under, independent point of, point of view or artist coming up. It's, it's more, I don't know, genuine or authentic. Mm. That's just my input. Like, I'm just trying to bring it up do you not think eminem has reached a point in his career that he's just too big that it's hard to really believe that it's you know him that does all these charitable things or creates a restaurant because you know that the thing that got him to the top is not only his skill and his music it's also the the machine that is behind him mm. so that machine thing is always going to be dwelling through every decision that he makes like mm. Like it's gone through probably like if if there was never a machine that was behind him. Imagine he was like he was like an, an independent artist that really rose through the ranks um, and just used art and then you went to aftermath and did his thing and then went independent and keep growing and stuff and then did all these decisions. Do you think he'll be he'll be more believable as a person that has more in control of what he's doing? Maybe. Ownership is the thing, right? So when mm. Jay-Z does something, do you think it's a bit more? I think Jay-Z, being who he is, being a businessman as well, is more in control of what he does. Yeah, it's that believable that Jay-Z is the businessman and yeah. Eminem is a businessman. Eminem's man. not a business, for sure not. Like, he does his own yeah. business ventures, but he's not like, that's not him. It's just not who he is. Well, it's evident of how, like, shady records have came to be. Because, like, yeah. if you notice... The only people that really came out of um, Eminem's shadow in terms of Shady or uh, in terms of what thing is, is 50. Yeah. yeah. Everything else was um, pretty much used as a tool to promote Eminem stuff, yeah. pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. Yeah. But like um, the whole thing, yeah. If we, if, I want to segue out of this um, Eminem talk and talk about because like this whole big machine controlling everything that you do, it kind of reminds me of like the time when Frank Ocean finessed um def jam have you heard that story i don't know the actual story man could you do tell, do tell. Uh, elaborate expand so um <clears throat> this is my understanding of the story like we we don't know if it's true or not because like this is all hearsay hearsay and it's allegedly allegedly said that um through um the last release of his album blonde um the release before that was um endless right which was the little 45-minute video clip which had a uh, soundtrack to music by Frank Ocean. 
So that had like the Aaliyah um, cover. It had other music. It was very experimental, like it, it to a point that this was too experimental to be mainstream, you know. So he ended up using that as a way of saying, "This is my album," and um, and that's because he had one more album left in his contract. So it's like, "This is my album that I'm going to use endless," and it gave an exclusive deal to Apple. So only Apple had it because that was the time when Apple Music was coming up, and I remember that time that it dropped. I I had I had Apple Music because like I downloaded Apple Music, subscribed to it the only, for the only fact that I wanted the Frank Ocean music. And when that happened, and then I saw it, and I was like, all right, I wasn't really into it because it was too experiment experimental. I was like, damn, Frank Ocean is the type of artist that he drops something every four years. So, you know, I was kind of disappointed into it, but like I, I liked a few songs. But then um, that, that, that album was to solidify his quota of having one album left. And then the next day, he opened up his own independent release, independent label, and then he released Blonde. And Blonde was the actual album that he wanted to release after Channel Orange. So he fooled the label into thinking that this is the album that I'm going to drop that's going to make him big money. He paid him back for the, his all his advances and stuff. And then he finessed him by having the next day dropping his own album of Blonde. And that has gained allegedly $100 million from sales and all that stuff and all the merch and all the magazines and all that stuff. So he put all his money into, into Blonde and using... Um, endless as a decoy to get him out of the contract that we, that he was in, therefore giving him more money than he would if he dropped Blonde yeah. under the label. Endless, despite being, I guess, not as as commercially successful, that still would have netted him. That would have paid his event. just running off his name. Eh, he would have still yeah probably made money, and obviously his profit from then. He, you know what I I, I like about well not I like what I um commend him about that's very bold to do it on the next day mm. like he didn't even yeah. let it wait like give it a month or two he was like nah, it, it, was, it, it, it was very like direct like it's a direct like almost it's passive but it's definitely like a f you to the label to do it on the next day because you know that he definitely like intentionally did this because like if he waited maybe a month or two or something it's like oh by the way i got another album but him by him doing it like straight up the next day as well. I'm like, oh wow, that's bold. straight up the next day. That's, that's he dropped his single. He dropped his. He dropped everything, and then like he dropped it. Then he announced his label at the same time. So it's bold. Yeah. The whole thing had its all. It was all. all it was all planned. It was, it was, it was all already. Planned. Uh, it was all planned. It was already. Um, yeah, the plan was all already coordinated well before even that second album decoy that you mentioned. Well, I just least. love it that he actually had a decoy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It fooled me. It fooled everyone like, at the time as a, as a Frank Ocean fan. Because like before Endless Drop, everyone was hyping up. When is this album coming out? Mm. Even I was like on the edge of my feet. Because like Channel Orange is one of the best albums of all time to me. Yeah. And like listening to that and then um, waiting for his next release, which, is what, which was Endless, which was about like four years later. Four or three years later. I don't actually even and remember it releasing, man. I remember the hype, man. I remember the big hype of him like dropping hints of when, when it's gonna drop. Um, subtly s dropping little snippets of his next songs and stuff like that. That was going on for like two years, 
and everyone's like oh man like because at the time after channel orange everyone deemed frank ocean to be one of the greatest in writing into like the indie music Hmm. and he was in his time like that was like the andre 3000 of um of r&b music and then when he dropped endless like i remember the the video would drop like 40 it was a 24-hour stream of him building a staircase with the music going on the loop (laughs) over and over again and and i was like listening to it and i was like i'll feel it but i wasn't really into it it was just too very experiment it was too experimental to me it's not on like it's not on spotify or anything like that is it it's not on spotify the only way you can get it is apple music wow because it's, it's exclusive to Apple. He, he he got the money from Apple to be like, this is going to be this this thing is going to be exclusive to you. Yeah. With Apple thinking it's going to be the album that he's going to drop. Yeah. I, the album, the second album that he was like supposed to drop, which is Blonde. Everyone's thinking that Apple's going to get Blonde. Mm. And imagine that, like Blonde being exclusive um, to Apple to this day, instead of being on Spotify, instead of, instead of being in all these streamings, and all and, and it only stays on Apple. Yeah. Really, but instead, they just have endless. I think decoy. artists hurts themselves when they do that too, eh? Being yeah. exclusive to a platform. Anyway, that's, my, that's another whole. I, I really liked um, his album, Nostalgia Ultra. Now that, that's, that that's my favorite. That's a mixtape too, wasn't it? It wasn't even it was a, a mixtape. Because yeah, yeah. there was because a lot- couldn't get any um, the samples cleared. Yeah, you couldn't get the Eagles sample cleared. Yeah, oh American yeah, none of it. Well, that was straight up. That was straight up mixtape styles. Like he, yeah, but, uh, yeah. American good. Wedding couldn't wasn't cleared. Uh, Swim Good was was one of the, like the really good songs on that. One, one of the be- one of his best tracks. Um, that whole really, album's good. Like I really like song. Nature Feels. So they, yeah. they he sampled a MGMT song, uh, Electric Feels, and I, yeah, and he, he couldn't get it, he couldn't get that cleared. But I wouldn't. That no, that but that was literally mixtape style. You wouldn't be able to clear that, especially that he Eagles that, one. He, he made that mixtape because like none of the label people would listen to him. As in, like they didn't want to push him or. Yeah get him studio time to do this thing he was like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna do what i want to do you know and that's nostalgia ultra you know what's insane about that album or whatever we want to call it the fact that he used some pretty iconic songs well that the uh hometown california like you can't imagine some some instrumentals even or beats you just can't imagine ever being like better than the original and i'm not saying it's better than the original but i i honestly think it's almost like so on par like he literally took it and approached it like it was his own thing. Like he ignored that the song existed and did his, did what he would do, imagining if like in that time he had that beat or that, you know, those I mean, that tune. Yeah. It's so good. It's just so what good. What he's really good at as well is he can take that feeling. Because that 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 uh the Eagle song Hotel California it is very Americana, right? Yes. It's it's, it's that style and it, you feel that it's quintessentially American, and when he yeah. sings about it being an American wedding, like you know, that's that sort of thing. You're you're already transported into that story. You already know it. With with electric feels, like the song is a little bit because I know that it's in. It's not in four four time. It's five four time or seven. It's it's a, it's an odd, oh, yeah. it's an odd meter. If you listen to um, MGMT's electric feels, yeah. it doesn't go one two three. Four. It goes one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three. Like that's the way that it. It's it's weird and it's different. And he can mm. still take that and still write something to it and still tell a story that, um, 
you, you you're transported there immediately like I, yeah and that that's what he was able to do with that music and sampling that music so so from the video that I shared with you guys um I'll share it onto the um the description of this um thing it shows that he wasn't happy at the start of that journey from being signed to a label because they weren't paying attention to his music mm. he literally had to make his own music for him to get this for the label to get his attention or to get the label's attention and then they gave him the you know the green light to do whatever he wants and that's when channel orange popped up mm -hmm. and at the same time he was on odd future which is which was an independent label or independent group with the like minds of tyler the creator and all them yeah and he i think he got inspired by that you know you know what i need to do my independent shit because like creative control is where you're gonna get it and then he used the leverage of channel orange to be like you know what all right cool let's do this next album it's gonna be my last album let's make an you know then they they wanted it to be exclusive to apple and then it's be like all right cool now i have all this leverage from channel orange that he could pull off making his own label in the behind the scenes mm. and creating this album while creating another album to be the decoy and then releasing them both in one weekend <laughs> and receiving all the money he gets from apple for releasing the decoy and then Finesse. getting the real money that he was going to get in merch in like the independent label and in the independent album in blonde yeah and he left he left from there and then dude made millions man it's he, it's one of those things man garcia has a question <laughs> so after like the, what was the aftermath like so did he end up getting sued and shit for what he did he technically didn't no. do anything illegal you know? yeah, he he paid back what it, what the he owed the company. Because right. he, he had it's faith a, it's in a that he would get more money at the beginning, yeah. right? They like when you do an mm -hmm. album, uh, uh, a label deal. It's like you owe us uh, two, three albums. I don't know what detail that they put in, but you can imagine like he fulfilled what the contract. It's like a bank loan almost. You have to fulfill mm -hmm. like that's your mortgage or whatever yeah. it is. But it's he a fulfilled it's an the contract. Album. How many albums he had to do? He fulfilled that. Right. He paid back his advances. So he was pretty much clean. Yeah. Okay. He, and then after that, the next day, it's just the fact that the label didn't get the didn't get blonde, right? They didn't which get was blonde, the blonde, yeah. which is the album that like that was his he baby. pushed to that be was his baby. You know, mm. you know, his yeah. magnum opus. Like it is smart. You got, like you gotta appreciate that. It's a smart move. It's a brave move. Bold yeah. strategy. Yeah. There's, there's like definitely that. repercussions for that kind of thing, being like you know le how labels are, because it is a at the end it's a business. But at the mm. end, you know, sometimes I think creatives forget how much power they do have, because at the end, without their creativity, there's really no product in the end. But then sometimes it's hard, you know, you have to get a, a side of being like sort of business savvy to be able to protect your own shit, because you easily get, um, you know, you can easily get what's the word? Usually. Dave Chappelle yeah. yeah practically Dave Chappelle never got Dave Chappelle but he did get like cock-locked by the industry but he was smart enough to see it and was yeah. just like this is not you're not taking my show yeah so fuck it that's good I mean like I don't know like the story now I don't know if Frank Ocean's being Frank Ocean now because or be, by not dropping any music and just doing subtle hints to here and there and not, not dropping an album or is being blacklisted. I don't know what's the deal with Frank Ocean. Mm. Like He's like that though, nowadays. isn't he? He's very um, Yeah, he's like that. Like, he's very experimental. He'll just pop up here and there. He's just, he'll just be like, he, he'll just do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> and like, you got to appreciate someone who can, who can do that. Like, 
He's got fuck Man. you money. He's got fuck you money. <laughs> and he earns it by finessing the label. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, uh, it's, it's a crazy him, story man. for me. It's yeah. dope, man. I didn't know about that. Man. It's actually really cool. I mean, in, in, a, in a world full of stories where a lot of people get screwed over by major labels and, and like, get screwed over by the industry, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's good to hear somebody kind of winning against the, winning against the, going against the grain with that sort of thing. And, and yeah, doing what, doing what was best for his work and doing what was best for him. Yeah, man. So down. Sweet. Let's move on away from music because like you, I think music could really, I don't think we have a big, big music audience out there yet, <laughs> but our music talk, I love our music talk. I'm it's kind of like one of those things I miss. I'm sitting here getting hungry and Garcia's snacking right now. I'm, I'm learning. Uh-uh. I, I I didn't really have anything to add because I have no idea. I, all I know is I haven't really heard anything about Frank Ocean for the last yeah. like you know it feels like a half a decade now. Yeah, man. But, it's good to have uh, your perspective, feel, uh, though. Yeah. It's actually good to have your perspective because you sort of represent. You know, when people say, "I love when you guys talk music," but then there's all the people that don't come from that, but mm-hmm. also you know are interested in it. So it's good to actually when you're in the combo too. Um. And add your two cents. Yeah. All right. Let's let's um, de- derail from um, a music conversation. Oh. And Don did say he was a bit hungry. Oh, here we go. Bro, I'm hungry. And let's talk about this burger that's been sitting in front of me for about the last hour. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> With no acknowledgement. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it just there. <laughs> is it a display? Is it plastic? It is it real? Like, what is this thing? So, like, um, Garcia, did you want to, like, introduce this little mukbang we're going to put in this episode? Banging the muk. Sure thing, man. Um, of this burger. Just to make sure my, my voice isn't crackling, because this has crackling on top of it. I know you guys probably seen this in the last couple of days. There's a shop called Mate Burger Mate. here in uh, West Sydney who made uh, Lutron Burger, which is a special in their menu. It's not on there all the time. But it's like a double patty. It's mm. just full of bad shit for you. Like if you're mm. trying to stay healthy. But instead of buns, they've got lechon pieces. That's uh, I thought KFC up, was wild by doing their double double up burger. You know, you know this I mean, the KFC one with the with little cheese. KFC. Oh, bro. But this one, it's got lechon Pork in between. Man. In between the lechon is look like cheese onion a is a two patties pickles? of beef is there, any, uh, lumpia? is there any lumpia in the in the hole no, just. <laughs> i think it's inside the lichon if you if you look if you open up the lichon there might be a, lumpia, a whole lumpia yeah. waiting for <laughs> you'll be like hey what's up it looks like it looks like a heart attack on a plate to be honest oh you, you didn't get one done Nah, bro. I live too <laughs> far so away while you guys are gonna eat that quick shout out to the guys on the twitch stream like Sorry we don't talk much when we do this. We obviously zone into the, you know, 100% on the actual combo. But mm. big shout-outs to you guys. Is not AJ, who's our new moderator for our Discord. Shout-outs, man. He said, hey. looks nice. It looks nice. Good size. Not <laughs> bad. Size. Not bad. Good, good size. What up, not AJ? Bad. Thanks for joining the group. And join our Discord if you're, if you're at it. <laughs> While you're at it. Hey. Yeah. All right, so like, how, how do you want to tackle this? This is a new burger from Mate Burger called the Lichon Burger. And by the looks of it, it is a heart attack. That it looks, looks like high cholesterol. It, they should Bro. rename this the the gout 
The Gout Creator. You should, they should rename it <laughs> Delicado Yan. That's the. <laughs> they should name it Balaka sa buhay mo. Balaka sa buhay mo. They should name him that for real. Yo, pause. We're looking at this burger. Tanginang shit, masakit sa puso. Oh my god. Alright, so like. Do you want to eat at the same time, or you just go in? Let's just go I, in. Can, can we got, can we can we get the the sound of the crunch as you're biting into the thing? Because please, please, please. Bahala ka na sa buhay mo. Bahala ka sa buhay mo. You've got a you've got a mic stand. You you go ahead, ref. All right. I feel, uh, my life just flashed before my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I pray for you, bro. I pray Rest for in you. peace. Rest in peace. We have a defib uh, standing by at all. Do, let me let me just lower this so everyone can see the burger. Hang on, I'm gonna have go. uh, triple zero on standby. I don't know where even to start with this. Should I just eat from the top or the bottom? Like us Asians don't have big mouths. I this, swear. This reminds me of that zinger where the the two zinger yeah, patties. <laughs> what what was that called? But this is no, worse. Double, man. double down. Double, double down. This, this is worse, worse, dude. This is so bad. All right, all right. Here we go, guys. I've Here got, we go. I've got triple zero on. R.I.P. Bro. I love you, man. Ooh. I never got to tell you this, but I love you, man. Crunchy. <laughs> Far out, bro. <laughs> it's all over his beard. Look at it. Just... It looks all right, guys. good, bro. I've still got. I've got triple zero on standby. Just. You know what? This is good. <laughs> Everyone's praying for you in the chat, dude. I well, not because. Oh, bro. Jesus. No that... said, "Got triple zero oh. on standby." Thanks, bro. Yeah. Raf's gonna need it. Might have an art attack. Thanks, Fek. No. <laughs> like, I am immune to gout. Like, I have not oh. had gout for the last oh. slide in my lifetime, but I feel like after eating this, I might have it tomorrow. Famously, so. yeah, yeah. You're like, you're, like, you're like Batman, how he, like, consumes the darkness. You consume the cholesterol. Yeah, this is Gelt the burger man. that it's Filipinos didn't need. Gout man. Yeah, if... if, if if rap was a superhero, you know, he's like, he's like, what, what are the criminals afraid of? They're afraid of gout. I'm going to dress up as a gout, as gout And then man. he's like. <laughs> <laughs> trying to run, trying to run superhero costume is just big legs. <laughs> Garcia's just like not saying anything right now. I crush you with my gout. Describe the taste for us. AJ's asking. Meanwhile, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat this protein bar while you guys because I'm freaking hungry watching you guys eat it. It's meat overload, bro. Jesus. So um, I I'm gonna let's be real. I, I, I won't be able like? to finish this whole thing because you know what it's this burger so tastes meat. like. This burger tastes like when you're about to leave your um, auntie's house and you're full. You're full from eating everything, and then your auntie's like, you know what? You, sh- you look you look too skinny. You should come back here and eat a lichon. And eat a, a full meal while you're full. Like, I got an empty stomach right now. And I just ate it once and I feel really full. I feel really lichoned out. But it tastes amazing. <laughs> you lichoned out. It's really good though. May Burgers got really good. I mean, they've been making burgers for quite a while. And... Their patty is, oh my gosh, it's so good. But it is meat overload. Like, I, I had a little bit earlier. So, I, um, you know, I, I ordered, uh, well, I got a couple. And, um... <laughs> Damn! No, this is, like, second, I wanted to, this is your second one? 
No, no, no. I wanted to. I split the other one with my family and stuff. Right, I didn't want to. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's what they all say. I split it. Yeah. <laughs> I gave them a little, a little. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me when you're at a Filipino gathering and you just put anything on your plate and just stack it up. Every plate. And then, bro, if I if I just <laughs> deconstruct this and then put like rice on it, I think this might be a good meal. Yeah, this this feels like a meal with no rice. Like it's just all ulam. I think yeah. that's what they're missing. They're missing the rice, right? Mm-hmm. If they could get a little like a little rice like patty in in between the in, in between the beef patties, it's reversed all the ulams on the outside. If there's a, yeah, the, if there's anything that you guys could improve upon the lechon burger, what would it be? Uh, bread. <laughs> <laughs> there's no carbs. <laughs> I mean, like, there's no carbohydrate things. Uh, bread. No it's non-existent. <laughs> because the whole point of the burger is to have like the bread carbohydrate thingy, tasteness and goodness, and then the meat with it. Well, this is just taking chips, the bread though. out of the equation. Like I just, oh, I just chips? go use the burger. Yeah. Let's let's take it the other way. What would you change about it to make it more? Gout worthy, like to, to add more gout to it. Bacon. Uh, make it a surf and surf, and put like prawns on top of it. <laughs> Cover that shit with like. Is this, um, is this to reach super saiyan gout? Yeah, super man. Super saiyan gout. You get yeah. you'll get double gout on on your hands even. He gets like an oil aura, <laughs> like this oil just aura around his face and hair. Just <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, it's over 9,000 cholesterol. Damn. Are you just having the lift on by itself there right now, right? I don't know I can eat that, dude. Oh, dude. I got a knife and 4K. Uh, I need it. I, like, it, it, I, I can just think about all of the cholesterol when you're eating it, but at the same time, I fucking want one, man. I want one. It's, it's definitely something you should try at least once, right? Like so, I've, this isn't obviously something that you'd have every week because I don't know they, they don't even have die. this on the menu every week. Yeah, yeah exactly. But you know, like uh, you know, once in a while, kind of want to do something stupid and, and like decadent, and yeah. uh, you know. I know we're not like, getting sponsored by by them, but do you guys want to shout out Mate Burger? Like, what's yeah, the where, where can sure, I find man. them? Uh, Mate Burger, uh, they're located in Old Mount Druid. They've also opened a, a new store in Bella Vista. Nice, um, nice. I mean, we're g- genuinely just, you know, very supportive of Filipino-owned businesses, you know? Yeah. Um, which is a big thing. They started off as a food truck. 100. And then um, now they're, you know, like a brick-and-mortar business, which mm-hmm. is... Um, is amazing i mean if you're lucky enough to fall within that <laughs> sounds mad sponsored we're not sponsored yeah no <laughs> well we're just showing love to philo oh, yeah, yeah. we, we gotta show love man we gotta show love yeah. it doesn't matter not for especially you know f- for from the area too you know yeah 100%. Like in, uh, good job i don't know mate, if i can finish this bro like i'm just looking at it I'm like oh, oh man, man. It'll take a while i'll, I'll eat it after the pod mix it with like some monk mass as well later on or something Oh man! There we go. Hey, Fekno supporting the small businesses during these tough times. Yeah, and 100%. if you want us to eat your food mm-hmm. on the podcast, please let us know. DM us and let us know that you're there, and we'll eat. We'll eat your food in front of the podcast. If we'll you want to send us fun. food, then send um, us food. Bro, tell us I about your, you know, tell us about your story. The whole lot, man. We're here to support yeah. Filipino businesses, and we love food at the same time. So this is a perfect way to build a great relationship with food. And the Filipinos out there. Yeah, boy. Hell yeah. Yeah, let's support our community. 
100. Alright. I don't know what to do now. I'm just like in a food coma. Well, you, 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 gotta, you, you, gotta, you gotta finish it, man. Are we gonna, we should, be, should, we, should, we, should we keep keep it going? Yeah, keep going. Is there any other topics or uh, there's something I do? I want to talk about Squid Game. Yes, that was it. That was the one. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's move on to some television talk because like I really want to get into this Squid Game thing. Like this thing is everywhere, man. Like it, like this is the perfect movie to be so to be on social media as so, a, using it that social media as a tool to market itself. So this, and like it's th- all everywhere. So like Don, did you want to give some context? So this this is a TV show that's on Netflix now. I did not do my homework this time around, oh. and so I haven't seen it. Oh. I was too busy watching Clickbait, which was a different show on Netflix. Yeah. Um, so I can I can try to sell you or explain what Clickbait is, um, <laughs> but effectively, you guys need to sell me on the idea of Squid Game. I don't care if you spoil it for me, but you need to sell me on on. Please why don't I spoil should. it for me. I'm gonna try. I'm not gonna spoil it. In Oh, how do you not why, spoil it? Have you watched the why? first episode? Have you watched the first I've episode? I've seen the first episode. Well, don't kind of getting the gist of the I, I, the I don't care if you spoil the first episode for me. It, it's fine. But tell me why I should be watching this. Well, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not going to sell I'm not, I'm not selling it to you. It's your loss. <laughs> it's your loss if you don't watch it. I don't care if you don't watch it. You think I care? I'm not trying to sell to you. <laughs> first question. <laughs> I want to ask Garcia. <laughs> uh, so Garcia and Nats, you've yeah. seen the whole thing? I was hooked after the first episode, so it's, it's a bit hard to sell if you haven't seen the first, without spoiling it. I also would would um, tell anyone, if you do want to watch it, I'd say don't do your research. I know it's hard to not. If you can give up an hour of your time just to see the first episode, because it, it'll make or break for you. Because mm. it is quite slow, but I think when you get to the end, that's where you de- you decide. It's like, oh shit, I need to watch this now. Because it's quite. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you um if you're with me on this, Garcia, but I get sort of almost. I don't know if it's like this is how Korean movies or dramas are, are filmed, but almost parasite vibes, where it's just so ambiguous and vague throughout the whole thing. Like you don't even know where this is going, and then it, you have these whoa moments. But even like the cinematography, it's very. Can't explain it's a nice it. The, it's ima- a nice the imagery, looking, um, show. nice looking, but also like, what the fuck? It's like it's weird. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it keeps you guessing. Keeps you but, guessing. Um, but like any other, um, what do you call it? Like a thriller based, um, or that thriller genre TV shows, right? They're not going to give you everything all in the first episode, but it's enough to entice you to go. You know what? I'm going to give it a chance. I, I'd say it. It really doesn't pick up. Until the third episode, although the first episode is really good, uh, second is kind of getting you back there. Uh, third is really when yeah. you're really into it now, like yeah, you're, yeah. you're really invested into it. I started it's, watching. Um, I think it picked up at the at the last half of this. Yeah, the, the first, ep- the, the, first the first one, but then it goes. Oh, yeah. But then it's like then it's a. Because I get it. Because a TV series, you're gonna have to like uh, establish a few things, right? Can, establish can characters, make because like if everything was all ramped up. You're not going to be invested in the people that are going to be affected by the ramp up. Like yeah. if this guy dies and I have no backstory, like to me to get, to get invested in his character, I'm not going to give a fuck. Yeah. So it's cool that they did that, but like, it's it's with series like these, like it could tell too much of the backstory and then it might get too boring. So it, from the first episode, I feel like it's got a good balance of oh shit, things are going down, as well as um, 
all right, cool. Let's let's establish some characters and mm-hmm. let's try and invest in these characters at the same time. One question I want to ask you guys is: I don't know if it's desi- divisive or anything. Did you watch this in Korean or English? You can watch it in English. What do you mean, watch it in English? I watched it in English. English subbed, in- like it's dubbed. English dubbed. That's the first thing. What? Like I was watching it, and I was like, "Oh, this is dubbed in English." Oh, dubbed. Really? The in- dubbed. Yeah. Oh. No, 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 yeah, no, nah, no chance. Always. I started watching. I didn't know there was English. English dub. Yeah. So in the Netflix version, I've been watching. I watched the first episode dubbed English because I couldn't be bothered reading subtitles. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I, I I quite enjoy it. Um, I do I, I do understand the people who like to watch it in Korean be like the purest type of thing Smart and what read the subtitles and all that stuff kind of like anime and stuff but I did enjoy just not reading <laughs> you know sometimes <laughs> I like not reading so <laughs> to be fair I didn't English know English dub was a nice touch to be fair I didn't yeah. know there was a dub I just I yeah just, there's English yeah. dub so you can yeah. change the settings to make it an English dub or the actual Korean do they speak do they speak Korean like do they speak uh, like, like with an accent no 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 you know how in uh, Trece yeah. they were saying some words in Tagalog but they had they were speaking in English and you can you can watch it in a Filipino dub do you guys mm. do you guys remember that and, yep. and a lot of Filipinos were like don't watch it in English watch it in Tagalog in, in, in Filipino because they they mispronounce all of the words oh really is it like that in the well I, I couldn't tell because like I don't know much Korean maybe <laughs> Garcia is the guy to go to but um, to me it sounded fine like you know but and then also like it didn't affect the experience for me because I, you know sometimes I was you would watch it and be like okay the mouth is not working with the the dialogue and stuff and it's kind of out of sync and all that kind of like kung fu movies mm. but that's where I, that's where I led it to I led it to like kung fu movies I remember watching kung fu movies and the exact same thing Jackie Chan movies exact same thing English dubs so, so like I have no problem no problems with that so a bit of context you- for this is it and I, I don't know if I had heard it from you guys but it's like Royal Rumble Hungry Games type uh, story, but it's in Korean, and the reason why they call it Squid Games is because there was a game that was played in the shape. In the the court was in the shape of a squid. Guess um, you gotta find out. Guess you gotta the, the court itself isn't really the shape of the squid. It was just the name of the game. Yeah, right. So um, that is the plot. Basically, you've got um, a group of you know strangers that's uh, going like going against each other playing these uh children's games and you know last one standing you know takes all the money mm. um but at the same time it's like when, when saying you lose it. the game you you die you know what i mean that's how you lose um and it, okay, and it I'll, works I'll, on, I'll, um, I'll do a review i'll do a quick review because um i've only seen the first episode mm. and May, we'll spoil the first episode because I'm pretty sure a lot of our people are right, not, wait, just, they're just not going to be angry for spoiling, spoiling uh, the first episode everyone in the stream we're going to spoil the shit out of it right now turn it off if you don't the want to only mm-hmm. the first episode first episode so right only, you know we're not going to go beyond that because like I don't want to get spoiled for the rest yeah, that's, and uh, Don's doesn't mind getting spoiled for the first episode he loves being spoiled so we are central with one character at the start so it, this is half half this dude's struggling financially so he's like you know he's pretty deadbeat with his money you know, he, he's like every time he gets money, he spends it on ridiculous things, give people tips and all that gambling. stuff. He's really bad with his money. Super bad with his money. Generic so gambling. you already see a sign that this guy's really poor 
and um, after a while, you know, you, you feel a bit more connected to him because um, the only thing that we are really finding good value of him is his, his relationship with his daughter. So they have a daughter relationship and with this, with this character being the father, um, divorced and everything because of the snowball effect of money and shit because it's bad use of money at the end of the day. Mm. Lot, a lot of debt, a lot of money needs to be paid from shark loans, from the bank, yada, yada, yada. Then this random figure comes and plays this game, which I'm assuming is a Korean game that's been played by kids. So they play this game where they try to flip like Tazos, these little envelopes. And if he wins, he gets um, 100,000 um, won, which is, I don't know what's the equivalent, but that seems like a lot of money. And, um, 100 bucks. Yeah. So this guy cons him into actually getting more interested into, like triggering his gambling side, you know? And that kind of lures him to be, be like, all right, there's this thing that we have that you could play uh, more games like this and win money. And the thing is that this organization this person the salesman knows everything about this um main character like down to his family down to his debts down to every single detail about his life and that kind of lures him into a point where you know what i need to find i need to get money and his connection with his daughter actually pulls more into that as well because you know, his daughter is going to go to America and he needs to find a way to make financial support so she, she can stay. Mm. So that, now that's, that's more, that's the investment of that character. And now we're going to the, the stuff that you want to see, which is when you get into the world of um, the factory, the world where they're playing all the games, they wake up in a room full of bunk beds everywhere. There's about, let's say about, how many people there were in that room? About 400. 400, 400 people. And wow. then they play a good old game that I think is, is worldwide known is um, Red Light, Green Light. So everyone knows that game, right? From yeah. kids. It's like Red Light. You know, you turn around, you're supposed to stop. Yep. So that's when, this is when all the intrigue comes. They're playing that game and everyone's thinking like, all right, cool. If we lose, we lose or whatever. And then they play it. And as soon as one person the, moves, first, the first guy that's so enthusiastic just yeah, guns so it to the beginning, he's like he's, he was annoying from the beginning. He moves, he's out, and then a sniper rifle just shoots him in the head. <laughs> this is where and this is where shit goes down. So this is where shit goes down, and everyone's be like, "All right, this is some real shit." And during like let's like backtrack a little bit. Everything's a bit more sus about this area, right? Yeah. Everyone's got masks. Everyone looks like very eyes wide shut. Secret cool. organization, organization, organization. You you got a feel of this is how like as Nat says with parasite. There's a lot of classism happening in here. Like, classes. You, that's you the one. You can imagine. Yeah. You can. You automatically just assume these people are like rich people, rich organizations looking down at these cl- it's, it's people who are struggling with something money. Something sinister is going on. And let's use them as a game. Like we don't know the extent to it. Like to me, I don't know the extent to it as if it's going to be a television show to show rich people because I'm really familiar with the the purges, the Hunger Games, the the all these games where they're just catering to a lot of rich people to watch or like make it a worldwide thing but to me all i see is classism the rich people and the poor people mm-hmm. using them as a way to entertain themselves or a way to make them fight for each other for or, or something so mm-hmm. these all these people that are <laughs> this thing the wild thing about this scene for me 
is that they went from 400 I don't know now I think it's about 50 people it went, it went half it went half because <laughs> it was a, it was the herd effect the, the moment the first person died everyone starts running but the, yeah. Yeah. the the game how it is it's this doll right that turns around this creepy like um, Soviet era looking doll and when it turns around hmm. um, it's got a camera in its eyes and it detects motion but then when everyone just starts running it's just so it's just bang 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 like Everyone's dropping by the third round of this game. Yeah, everyone just panics. And when just everyone realizes, yeah, sorry. Uh, just to give Don perspective, where they're playing this is in an enclosed area. They it's walled off. Um, yeah, so they can't really escape. So when yeah. people started running, Slower. they were running towards a, a wall with a closed door. So um, yeah, yeah, they were just getting taken down you know third round it was the people that realized that it's motion detected that just stuck still but then you just see the tension everyone's like what the fuck have we walked into and then it's yeah. just suspenseful that entire like like raf said the rest of that episode it's like and shit that whole that whole sequence wow. of that last that first game it really established a lot of the characters that we're going to be focusing yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that too. Instead, exactly. because like because the half of this episode, probably like seventy percent of this episode, we're focused on this main character, like you know this guy that seems like you know financially struggling and all that stuff and lovable character. Mm. But then in this little thing, we get to establish like different character traits of the other characters. So yeah. like, how would they how react would they to react the situation? In this kind of thing. Like one of the one of the one of the guys helped the like the main character out because he was about to trip and he held him up, yeah. and then they that was a really oh, that, was, that was hilarious. And, that was so funny. Yeah, um, and then there was, you, you you established a lot of characters within that one scene. The yeah. the main mo- motivation there is really money, right? So every single time someone gets killed, another um, hundred thousand dollars gets added to the pot. Their share basically so, goes in of the pool yeah. so it's a prize pool but obviously it's divided amongst people but the more people die the more money goes into this prize okay, pool okay so that that wasn't that wasn't uh, established in episode one wow so, <laughs> so that, that, that's not that, a big thing yeah, that's not a yeah, big yeah. Thing, but I, that, that seems to make more sense yeah um, okay I want to yeah, watch it think, now um, Don just think of this big like Big Brother to me it feels like Big Brother but instead of being eliminated you die <laughs> it, it is practically like a lot of these these things. It's not like it's a brand new concept. You know, you see that in Hunger Games. You see that. I think Hostel had something I mean, similar. There's a um, heaps, like there's a Battle lot of Royale, that all that stuff. I like I like the fact that it it is not just like that. Not just like Hunger Games, like all of that stuff. But they're getting people to play kids games. It sounds like it's just kids games to. It's quite dark, yeah, because that element making it a kids game kind of makes it a bit more. Oh, it's a bit disturbing, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. so with kid, kids. But it's game. got very crude humor, which I like. Like, it's just funny. Like, that scene where people are getting shot, as messed up as it is, I laugh so many times because it's just so ridiculous. But then it's like, oh, it's so graphic. And so, like, whoa. Yeah, wow. But then, bang! It did remind like, me of um, Parasite. <laughs> Remember that, so- that scene in Parasite? That's what I mean. Exactly. Parasite is so over the, top, like, oh, yeah. over the top gory. But then the, the beauty of Parasite... Any, as outrageous as it was, it could actually happen. Like for some divine reason of situations, this actually could happen, mm. and this could too. Like you never know. Like, who knows? You know, could be something. Some dark web shit. <laughs> dark web. Shit. I am so keen to watch the next eight episodes. Hopefully, like uh, I, I think next week I could do a full. We could do a full review with spoilers or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. If everyone listening, but, watch it. <laughs> Yeah, if you first listen episode, to us, man, watch it with us. It's it, it really it really gets to you. Like I'm like, all right, cool. I like the the humor in it. 
I like the the shock value in it, and it's a, it's a as we said, it's a it's a concept that's been done over and over again. Like you, I think you finished now, it. I, Sorry. Yeah, I, I think you know the fact that this this is different because in a way that it stands out is because the way that it's shot, the set design, this, this, the part where they're like getting f- their photo taken and they're walking up those stairs, man. Like I'm like that set looks amazing. Yeah, cinematography is great, man. That's why mm. I keep taking cues from like not exactly like Parasite, but just how it's shot. I don't know if I'm looking into it much, but just the angles and stuff. Do you get that vibe, Raph, or am I just like? Mm. You know, yeah, how, like how, it's the very certain sinister, type of like the cinematography. It reminds me of Lemmings, you know, like Lemmings. Yes. You're, you're falling yeah. to your death type of thing, and using these kid games that are very innocent. But if you think about it, if you do think about these kids' games into a a war scenario, they're pretty <laughs> freaking deadly. Like yeah. stuck in the mud, getting yeah. tagged. Like I'm calling bullish, it now. All this stuff. I'm like, man. I see a lot of Halloween like, costumes gonna be these oh yeah yeah, yeah. track perfect, suit or this time. <laughs> right on time whoever's as well a, whoever was the idea to drop it at this time is a genius <laughs> for sure yeah, genius. man the, when is um, halloween first isn't it yeah anyway there, there's a lot of like theories and stuff as well that's popping up obviously because this show's like so big so like the scene that um uh raf mentioned earlier where he was playing uh a game where they're trying to flip this cardboard envelope it's called uh, Dark Cheat. Like it's, he had two choices, like a blue one or a red one. And he chose a blue one. Um, later on when he, um, you know, wakes up at this uh, venue where he's going to be playing this game, he's uh, a player and the people that, you know, with the guns, you know, making sure everyone's saying, you know, doing what they're told to do, they're wearing this like reddish, pinkish kind of uh, jumpsuit. Um, now, the thing was, like had he chosen red, would he have been one of those soldier guys? You know what I mean? Like, there's a whole bunch of uh, different okay. kind of theories now. Like, when you go eggs. back to watch it, yeah. I, I then, didn't catch um, that. That's cool, man. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. wow. Mm. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it how it all pans out, and then we can have a full blown conversation about it. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say stuff. now. I I'm not gonna say what happened because I've watched it. You watched the end, right, Garcia? Yeah. You've watched the whole thing. I finished it last night. Um, and actually, I, I predicted most of the stuff that would happen, but I was still shocked. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I made some calls early. Like, first episode, I called a lot of things that actually happened. But how it gets there, it's still like, oh, man, this is so, it's so good. And still yeah. had that shock value for me, even though I, like, practically guessed a lot of things. And I'll, when, when you guys finish it, obviously, we can talk about it in more detail because I don't want to give anything away. But um, yeah, man. very like, well my, done. One of, my, one, of my, one of my favorite films is Old Boy. So, oh yeah, I remember if, that. If 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 they're gonna go like that crazy, then I'm all in for the twist and turns. Yeah. We'll see how we go. Twisted. Um, Don, hopefully you get to watch it as well. Um, I think we have a great time with this one. Looks, um, I want to watch it. Definitely want to watch yeah, it man. now. And I think other people could learn from this, man. Like people are trying to make video games into movies. Um, they're trying to make board games into movies. Let's just stick to the basics and stick to the kid ga- kid games, man. Yo, and turn it into something real dark. <laughs> what, if we were, what, if, what if we play. what if we had our own Squid Game? But we don't. Die. <laughs> what game would you want to turn into like a really dark game and turn it into like a film? It, wait, are we, are we saying if um, we had a Filipino one? What's a Filipino game that that that's like? 
Well, like Filipino kids games, like what what would you guys? I don't know any. I wouldn't know any. I wouldn't know any. I was grew up here, like hide and seek. I only know Tanzan. Like Tanzan's like with the with the bottle caps. It's like pogs. You would you like line up the 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 um the bottle caps and you stack them up and you throw one in the others to make them flip flip over. Oh yeah, exactly like pogs. You could do that. Yeah. The Except it's a it's a, it's a yeah. detonator for a bomb or something. Now I got it. Everything is deadly. Just like and it blows up. It's got a grenade. We, we used to have one where um, you put a can thing? right, like in the like very far away, and you use your chinelas to try and hit it. You know, like that. It's just something simple like that. Like it's mm. um, and yeah, if if you don't hit it, then honey, you blow up. Well, I suppose we can call it. <laughs> We can call it Patis game or Pusit game. <laughs> Pusit game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or that thing, the you know, or, you know, we were talking about how like boxing out people, the um, the boxing. the grid of uh, like treats and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That thing, and then yeah. someone's like pulling the that grid like the rope so that it comes down, and then everyone has to jump for it. Or, See? or like you have to dance. You could have you could dance the the nickling, and then if you don't do it in time, then your foot gets cut off. <laughs> oh fuck! So instead of bamboo, it's just straight up like machetes Blades. or something. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, AJ, right. Jinx AJ on the chat. Just is that what he said? Oh, he's saying nickling like a copycat. <laughs> Dude, like I mean, if people are on the Discord or TikTok, like if you if you guys can message what Filipino kids games you played that you'd. Want to see any in any a Filipino game squid game? The Pusset yeah. game. Uh, let us the, know, uh, man. What's the what's the, uh, what's the, the one games, with the candle? Man. The one with the candle. The you gotta hold the. Pandanga Sayila. Oh, that's a dance. Though. That's a really there's game, a though. there's a flick there's a flick game, but I can't remember. My cousins when they came from the kind Philippines used to play. I just don't remember what it was. Or maybe they just wanted to flick me. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, it wasn't a game. <laughs> they were just making it up. <laughs> Yeah. Go, oh, you lose again. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen the one where the the um, it's like a, a prank where the people have spoons in their mouth. Yeah, and then like they take turns hitting each other on the head. With oh the spoon, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Use it in their mouth, but one person has like an actual spoon in their hand, and they're like whacking, whacking the yeah. ones up of their head. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was an ad in um, New Zealand, right, from Mountain yeah. Dew or something. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that would have been that would have been Genius. funny. Oh, and this is the perfect time to introduce the cheat code and stash. This is the part of the show where we're going to showcase the stuff that we've been jamming with the last year. This it's year, like Squid yesterday. Game, man. Like when you, don't worry. He's dead. Can you guys still bro. hear me? He's dead, man. Can you yeah, but, we can hear you. We can hear you. Yeah. I just can't see you. From beyond. We can hear you from beyond. Don, oh, is that man. you? <laughs> so this is the part of the show where we're going to showcase music that we love because we want to showcase you the new stuff whether it be local, global or everything that you need to hear so we always start off with Don doing stuff what song do you want to put on the Chico to Stash? Nice. I want to play some uh, some local artists so um, we had them on the show before Midground um, they just released a new single called Peace in the Sky featuring Ellen Mara so this is Peace in the Sky by Midground featuring Ellen Mara. Hey. I'm gonna have a bite of this burger. <laughs> I, I love the chill sound of this man. To the idea of you not here. 
it's like ambient hip hop it's almost lo-fi Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. That little pause. Mm. It gives me like Erica Badu vibes, but yeah, a little more ambient. Garcia, what song do you want to put on the Chico the Stash? Um, I sent the the name through. It's a song by an artist named Eunice Janine, Filipina artist. Um, I believe she's in Italy at the moment, but mm-hmm. yeah, Filipinos worldwide. Um, the song's called Dima Pakaniwala, which is like a bit of a tongue twister. It's not hip hop, but it's like like a nice poppy, um, I don't know, like a feel good kind of vibe, you know. <laughs> Hey. Ooh, I like this. But it is nice, man. You said she's in Italy right now? Yeah. Is she touring or is she like she's living there? No, no, no. She's she's living there. So she's from Italy, but then she sings in, she's singing Tagalog. Filipino person. Yeah. That's dope. Such a nice voice, man. Yeah, so nice. Mm. Eunice Janine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to pronounce D Mapa. It's gonna be on our list too, right? Um, shout out to Gino Rex as well, produced this song. He's also the person that produced We Outside by Kelly. He was on the Gino Curtis Dash a few weeks ago. Say it again. Produced what? Oh, man. Uh, produced by Gino Works. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's done some work with um, Boy Kelly and that as well. Nice. Shout out. That's blazing. I might have to skip, man. I don't want to pollute the, the song list. I've literally got nothing. I'm like, have I listened? I haven't listened to anything, and I don't want to put anything for the sake of it. You know, I, I, I want to respect the list. That's all. <laughs> no, seriously, no, seriously, I don't want to put anything for the sake of it. I'm not even listening it's, to it. You know, it sounds respectable now, but the f- you know, next next five times you do it, <laughs> yo yo, I gotta respect the list, guys. I, I, got, I got nothing this week. It sounds respectable now, but in hindsight, maybe. <laughs> no, for real. Like, I haven't listened to anything. It'll just be another like. Gangster rap song, so no, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I love gangster rap songs. Go it's for it. Nah, it's cool. Seriously, it's just okay. been background. Go rap, rap. All you. right. So the I respect the song list. I want to play is Kenyon Brown, Bretta. Nice. I see he don't say. What you working mm. with? You got that physique. Hey. 
You got perks and shit, you stay on your job You's a working bitch, nine to five You work hard for it He buys perks and shit you just want some of his time, so it's just worthless hey. And you're probably thinking that it's fine But his time is up, and it's stuck, and it's over now So if you come my way, I will show you how I can treat you better Keep me Man. in your pocket like a hologram Man, dad, you got me shy I like this, I like this a lot All of the above, cause I never thought that I would be in love I can treat you better Keep me in your pocket like a hologram Right now, but above my head. Oh, nice. Hey. Man, that was Brella by Kenyon Brown. That's drops some good shit. Hey. hey, Nats Blazing, can you plug in the uh, plug the Discord for us? Oh yeah, guys. If you guys want to join us, um, I've been I've introduced the boys here to a little app called Discord, and mm. you can you can come talk to us anytime you want. We we usually hang around there different times, obviously with the time difference. The link isn't. Um, easy to remember but i'd suggest just go on our instagram i've put a link on our discord ah on our discord on our twitch as well um a direct link invite link so yeah either on our instagram or our twitch account you'll see a link to go there you can join you can hang out listen to us play music when we talk all the topics we talk about the links all these things that we discuss on the show we usually it's it's going to be inspired or driven from there as well and um we want to we want to talk to you guys as well and we're looking to grow the link will be on the description below of the video oh yeah that's too we'll put it below too but to come it's actually doing pretty well we've got a couple of members there so shout out to the guys the early adopters that have joined it's we've been having a lot of fun in there man we got grub our first vip guest because he was a uh a guest of the show last episode hey. so yeah. we want to get people that we've had previously and obviously um you know referrals from other people that maybe we can get on the show in the future i think it'd be really good have our own little community and you know we'll do, yeah, man. Build do a, lot a, lot of, community. a lot of stuff a lot of fun and stuff. sometimes um i'll throw in a little like r&b session where i'm just gonna play some r&b music yeah and some hip-hop sessions just G- for fun because <laughs> and i were, do, we're we're playing um some filipino songs yeah <laughs> Other time, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> started putting his own songs on. Nah, I'm Bro, glad that I'm glad that the microphone's cutting out because you're talking <laughs> shit. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable! You know what you're saying? You're saying that you were playing your own songs and we couldn't change the song, and then you just bounced on us. Hey man, like, I didn't. I wasn't <laughs> playing yeah, my own song. You were you're playing your own song, and it was just me and the guys, and we're just like, "Where's Don? Shit, he's just leaving and playing his own song and bouncing." <laughs> I just, I just drop my shit and be like. Yo, listen to this, bye. <laughs> Can't even change oh, it. Latest. <laughs> but like, yeah, check out the Discord because like, it's a good way to interact with us, um, build on um, the community as well as letting us know what your your thoughts are on future topics or things that we should do or even just recommend us to things that, um, that are Filipino, creative, the whole lot. We want to build, like, at the end of the day, even though we change and pivot um, our direction, we still want to build a community. That's yeah. all. Like that's that's always been the core of the cheat code is building a community, making sure that people are interacting with other people that can help them in in their in their journeys, um, and bringing people together because that's that's what it's all about, man. Nice. And I think another Absolutely. good thing about this Discord, it's it's um, 
you know, while while we are like the hosts of the show as well, we, we welcome like a lot of people with different talents. It's a great way to way to network. Once again, a shout mm. out to AJ. You know, he, he was just randomly in the chat and was chatting away, and you know, he's got he's got a knack for it as well. So we're gonna look for more like sort of community people. It's like literally, we're trying to build a little online team here because um, while we are well predominantly Sydney local based, we, we're like. Lately, as of late, we've been hitting a lot of international numbers, so that's pretty Worldwide. cool. I love how we got like people from LA in there, Canada. Shout out to London. the people listening for, to us from LA, Philippines it's, too. It's sick. And yeah, in the Philippines, how can you forget the ho- hometown? Um, you know, yeah. it's called the motherland. We have, so we have one listener uh, that's listening to us from China. So shout outs to them. No effing hey. way, yeah, man. There you go. Join the Discord, please. Mikhail, so Mikhail from Discord. Uh, she's been a, a listener as well. She brought up the burgers, right? And I thought she was yeah. from the area. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow she heard about this all the way from Philippines. She's from the Philippines, yeah. It's mind-blowing. She, she's cool, man. Shout out to Nika. Yeah. She brought it up on the Discord, and now we're putting it on the podcast. We get inspired by you guys. So yeah, man. Hopefully um, you join the, join the Discord, even if, it, if you don't want to, like, what do you call it? Just Whether it's there to kick it, you know? You don't have to be too serious. Casual like, as hell. Kick it, talk about music, talk about being Filipino, talk about creative stuff, talk about movies, mm. talk about Squid Game, the whole lot, man. We're there to just, you know, kick it. Squid Game, 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 game. Bullshit hey. game. Bullshit so, game. Don, where can we find you, bro? Check because we out. can't see you at all. We can't <laughs> see you right now, but <laughs> check me out on www.dondoingstuff.online. That's my website. If you want to see me on social media, at dondoingstuff, Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you want to listen to my music, Spotify and all music streaming platforms, Don Valix. My latest single that I've released is called Reset. Nice. Produced oh, by yeah. Christian Joseph. That's Definitely give that a listen, hey. man. Dope track, by the way, Don. If we didn't Thank tell you, you that before. It's, it's, yeah, he played, it's a good it, track. played it twice on the Discord. And left. <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't a play it. I didn't request what it. What a narc. Gussie, <laughs> <laughs> where can they find you, bro? Um, this Instagram C S W E underscore Garcia, um, or the, the Discord channel. It's you know, hey, I'll hop in there from time to time. Nice one. And then what's your cumin, man? Oh, oh, you got yeah. oh yeah, Christian Wildthought. This that's how the Wildthought um, idea came about because that's my username over there. But hey. shout out to Post Up Game, man, and Grub Life and stuff. Yeah, like, shout out. Nats to- got in there. That was um, fun, this man. Week. That was yeah. fun. Shout out to the guys yeah. there that we met as well. I like Eunice Jenny, the girl that sang that early that song earlier. She's in post up. So oh, no nice. way! Shout out, shout out, yeah. man. I like that. It's How many are there? Is, are they like? Is it like nine main, or is it just a, a community oh, as well? No, I think it's just like it's over a hundred now. Oh shit! I can't even, okay, yeah. I can't even remember. That's like Wu Tang. Nice one. Crazy. All right, Sweet. so Nat's blazing. Where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, so um, I'm going to be a lot more active now. I, well, I say that now, but uh, my socials are probably going to get a bit more popping. Now that I'm going to attempt to be a full-time content guy like Raph. Um, but Nat's blazing, Twitter, Twitch, and that's it for now. But you can also catch me on Instagram and YouTube. Not sure if I'm going to do anything there yet, but soon. <laughs> And cheatcoders.com. Yeah. And you can find me at raflores.com, hyperlbrand.com, anything to do with your visual needs, anything that's if you have a business and need a video, or, or if you're an artist and needs a music video, anything that you need some visual marketing, let me know, raflores.com, or email me, info at raflores.com. Yeah. And Don, where can they find the cheat coders? You can find the cheat coders at thecheatcoders.com, thecheatcoders.com. 
Hey. Hey, you know Billy Ocean is actually from the UK? No way. Is yeah. he still alive? Yeah, he's Trinidadian British. No way. So that's your mission today. I got it, bro. To get, get, get Billy Ocean in the show. Yo, if you get him as a guest. <laughs> oh, he's that's 71 years old, man. Oh, let's get that dude. Let's get it. You know, you need to get the Billy Ocean and say to him, Get out of my dreams and get onto into my podcast. Hey, oh, kidnap nuts. Get in the back seat, baby. Get on the podcast, <laughs> And you have now listened to another episode of the Chico. Yeah, boy. <laughs>